Hi, everybody. Welcome to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. My name is Ann, and joining me shortly is my boyfriend, John. This podcast is the one hour a week he's allowed to tell me about what's happening in wrestling. Uh, I'm excited to learn, and I hope you are too. Let's get it going. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I'm worried about you, but uh, anyway. No, um, but I'm th- back from Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. And I'm changed as a person. Hollywood and Clark. I went to LA last week, and I'm changed forever. If for the better or the worse? I mean, does anyone ever change for the better? I think it's always for the worse. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm fine. Everything's good. Everything's going really well. Let's get the show started, because man, okay. do I have a week ahead of me. Hey, uh, oh yeah, you do. You have big big things coming. Oh, can I tell everybody before we I start talking about wrestling? I was going to ask if we could, but I didn't know what I the parameters were. I I'm, don't, I'm fine I talking about I haven't signed any NDAs or anything. Yeah, if you're good, then I'm good. <laughs> That's my catchphrase. That's what I always uh, say. If you're good, then I'm good. Yeah, on Sunday, I'm uh, moderating a panel at Comic-Con for the first time in my life, and it's the panel for What We Do in the Shadows. Which is one of our favorite shows. Yes, it is my favorite show. Yeah. I wear a t-shirt of it around, and I love the cast, and they're going to be there, uh, and I'm going to meet them, and I'm terrified on like eight different levels yeah, right now and not just because they're vampires not just because they're vampires but also because like you know it's that thing of like oh i hope they think i'm cool i hope i don't mess it up i hope they aren't mean to me because <laughs> yeah. it was like it's 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 fun to get to do things like this but there's that added dread of like oh if something goes wrong or or some kind of you know i don't know i just I don't know. I don't. I, I don't want to even speak it because I, I don't want to will it to into existence somehow. Yeah, but had, you, you don't want to have your favorite show ruined for you in some way by some weird experience. Yeah, you know? no, that that is because you don't want them. I to, mean, you don't want the, it. Would be a very funny cast to be it would, like. I know to you, be mean. It I would be they, very funny. Yeah, I I don't <laughs> think they would be mean. It's more just like a thing of like I don't want to have even a slightly bad time. Yeah, then but, I'll be thinking about it every day for the rest of my life. Then it'll be it'll be tainted. Yeah, every yeah, time even I if, watch the show, even I'll if be they're like, like, "It's fine." Yeah, if I embarrass myself, then every time I watch the show, I'm gonna have to think of that embarrassment because yeah. that happened to me one time. I one time um, I don't even want to say what it is because I don't want anyone to look it up. But one time I was doing like a radio interview for something, oh and I used a word wrong because sometimes I don't know what words mean. That's like a capital. And I just on the internet. <laughs> it was nothing. It was nothing. I called somebody performative is what it was because mm-hmm. at the time in my dumb little head mm-hmm. I thought that meant like oh they're so good at performing this thing oh, that no. they do. No. But later I looked it up and I was like oh it's actually kind of derogatory it's actually yeah, not it's a nice a thing, to say. thing to say. Somebody. And it's never it's never been an issue like mm-hmm. no one's ever brought it up. I don't think anyone heard it. Like I don't think anyone even reacted to it. I also have never been invited back to do an interview. Uh, at that radio station <laughs> but, hmm. but um because of that uh this person um whenever i see them on instagram or anything and i like them but i get deeply embarrassed for myself because i remember that can't believe you did that dude. anyway i'm glad i could explain bad memories to yeah the no that's podcast great audience. i always love hearing you know about me I, I love you so much i love to hear about your bad memories that's the yeah i love to i also you know i know it's hard for you to relate to like the concept of 
uh, a piece of media that you enjoy uh, having like, you know, bad connotations that kind of ruin it for you? No. Like, yeah, no, you have no experience with that. No. Right? So anyway, how's wrestling going? Uh, Yeah, I mean, wrestling, as always, (laughs) is pure of heart and uh, Uh pure of soul. There's no... Filled with role models and heroes galore. There's nothing about it that would ever make you feel like that pit of, in your stomach that's like, oh, Something no. where you've <laughs> invested so much of your mind and body and soul into something and yet emotionally attached to people mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> on a level... You can't relate to that at all. No, you can't relate to it at all. Um, not, not at all. Uh, well, I guess... Um, I can't believe I just confessed all my sins. Yeah, you confessed all those sins. And I I like, you really shouldn't underestimate wrestling fans' ability to dox someone and find find every. If someone wants to dox me, they are free to do so. They already got half your phone number. Oh, yeah. I got to give out more of my phone number. (laughs) Okay, another number of my phone number is the number six. I really should be stepping in here. You don't understand. Oh man. Do you understand? Like, I find the idea of me being targeted by doxers to be so novel because the reality of my life is I have very little to lose. Mm-hmm. Like I I own nothing. I have no children. I, you know We have we have plenty of crap here. We I got you own a lot of stuff. As of this morning, well, I own things. Yeah, yeah but I don't own own anything of like real value, you know. I have fifty five dollars and seventy five cents in the bank right now, and I get paid in two weeks. Wow! So it's kind of like riding high. If 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 my Twitter became unusable because of doxing, it would almost be a huge blessing. Yeah, you'd be way more productive. I would be so much more productive. I would be way happier as a person. Please put me out of my misery, toxic fandoms. Wow, um, you are really holding the gun right up. The your great hand. thing is, this is going to come out, and anybody who sees me at Comic Con this weekend, this will be the first thing yeah, they listen be, to if they look me up. <laughs> I can't wait till uh, Nandor or somebody <laughs> listen to your podcast. <laughs> I like that we think that's how he talks in real life. Of course it is. <laughs> is in, Are you okay? In real life, he's a vampire. He's a vampire. But he's a bloody stupid vampire. Yeah. I can't do Nadja, but I always want to. I always She's try. Tough. Um, I mean, that hair, that beautiful flowing hair of his, I can't believe anybody who is... Who I feel is, like I'm going to want to touch I can't believe a, a normal human being. He must be some sort of otherworldly supernatural... Don't I mean, touch! Don't touch anybody's hair. I'm not going to touch don't, anybody's any, hair. Don't touch anybody there. Just, I'm not going to touch anybody at all. Don't touch anyone. I'll be all tempted right. though. So what's happening in the wrestling world? Hair. Twenty minutes in, Sasha Banks watch. <gasps> Sasha Banks watch. Sasha Banks watch. She's uh, she's still back. She's still here. She's still back. Uh, she's actually big news. She's wrestling in beautiful Saudi Arabia. Um, coming what? up, yeah, she's wrestling. They in, let the women come in there. They every so the first couple of WWE Saudi Arabia events, they were not allowed to have any women on the card. Yeah, in fact, they one time showed a video, like a, just a general video, not about female wrestlers, but just that featured some female wrestlers in it. Mm-hmm. And they had like the government had to issue an apology because it showed women like in states of undress which is just like their regular wrestling gear yes that's dangerous Uh, they were not allowed to be on the show at all and then over time they have allowed like one women's match on each card but they have to wear like they wear full body suits Mm. and they wear like baggy t-shirts 
Mm. Uh, and they have to wrestle the whole match like that. So it's like, you know, me when I was a kid after I got out of bed. It's like a bad Yeah, it's like you on Christmas kind of morning. Deal. Yeah. Kind of a kind of a vibe, except much probably more terrifying. Uh, yeah. yeah. But they uh but it is good. It is uh you know, that I mean there's a lot going on with this WWE Saudi Arabia relationship. I mean, they mm-hmm. literally had that whole thing with Jamal Khashoggi who was murdered. Khashoggi, right? Khashoggi? Am I saying it wrong? Are we mispronouncing a dead I man's name? Really That's bad apologize. Luck. I, I'm apologizing too. Yeah. I think we should all just apologize. Everybody, well, one, two, three. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. That's the fact that we tried to synchronize that made us say it in a tone that sounded facetious, but it was not. It was genuine, and I am genuine. genuinely sorry. We were anyway. both heavily influenced by Catholicism in our upbringing, so yeah. So we are riddled we're with guilt. Extremely genuine when we apologize. Um. Anyway, there was that whole thing, and WWE was like, we're just going to continue on with this relationship without batting an eye. They stopped talking about it on TV as much, but they still did the show. A lot of wrestlers, like Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. uh, refused to do any yeah. more of the shows because they also have a pretty uh, large history of homophobia. Yeah, um, it's a it's a it's, theocracy. It's a conservative yeah. theocracy, man, and all um, the baggage that goes with that. Yeah, so there's a lot of wrestlers who won't do the show, but Sasha Banks is doing it, um, and it it is progressive for them to have a women's match, and this is probably the most high-profile women's match they've had on this show, uh, because typically these Saudi Arabian shows have been sort of just like a general live event that don't seem that important, um, and they don't and they're sort of wrestled like a live event that's just like for the live crowd and it doesn't, you can skip them. Um, but they'll have like older stars because the, the prince is the one like requesting mm-hmm. people apparently and he requests often like stars that have been dead for 20 years. Mm. Uh, and so they just bring in like old guys from the 90s like Goldberg and Undertaker to wrestle on a lot of these shows. But um, this has got to be the most high profile women's match because this one i think they're booking this one more like this is just the next pay-per-view mm-hmm. so the matches all seem fairly relevant and like they could be good uh so this is sasha banks and bianca belair challenging for the uh smackdown women's championship against becky lynch in a triple threat match oh so, so there's gonna be three women three wow. whole women Three eh? whole women. Three whole women. Uh, and they are... That's more than the Supreme Court had for a long time. I don't even know if they have that now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of directions we no, can go with that. they got Amy. They got Sonia. They got... Um, isn't there one name like Elena? Ellen? God, I'm know. glad you're the one doing this, because if I, it was me, you didn't know. <laughs> and what? I don't know, but if it was me Only putting myself out know there... this stuff. U.S. Supreme Court. I was going to Google it. You can, too. I can, too. Thank you. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, ma'am. Uh, oh, members. Boy. Members. Members. Uh, Ale- uh, you're right. Elena Elena. I knew it. Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor. Elena, and Amy, and Amy Coney Sonia. So there are three women on the Supreme Court. There are three. 2021, the year of three women getting to finally. do things finally and three women competing in saudi arabia for the one of the most prestigious prizes in professional wrestling yes um the the winner gets to go home the winner gets to leave the country <laughs> god that's terrible uh, one of the things they've been uh on those shows because they'll air like saudi arabian like propaganda video packages mm-hmm. about how progressive they are now yeah and they'll show people skateboarding and there was one video that was just touting the fact that women are allowed to drive now 
Oh yeah. And it was like maybe it's the huge. winner will be allowed to just drive a couple miles to yeah. uh, to celebrate. Um, but uh, it is a big deal. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, Bianca Belair. I, so here's the thing: the WWE draft happened Friday on SmackDown and is continuing tonight on Raw. So oh, I didn't is, realize there was a draft. Yeah, there sort of is. It's, oh, it's oh, mostly bullshit. This is the thing that goes between. It, it's like, are you going to be on SmackDown or are you going to be on Raw? Yeah, it's I mo- remember this now. Okay, it's yeah. mostly bullshit, and there's no real structure to it, and they change the rules all the time, and it's pretty incoherent. But they, um, uh, Bianca Belair has been drafted from SmackDown to Raw, Ooh. and yet she is challenging for the SmackDown Women's Championship at this show. Ooh. So, in the past, when they have had the one of the branded champ so the SmackDown and Raw Women's Championships and the SmackDown and Raw Tag Team Championships are the ones that are like branded for the the show that they're on. Mm-hmm. Whereas the WWE title and the Universal title, which are like the world titles, the main event titles, and then the Intercontinental and United States titles are the mid card titles. Those are those have switched brands, and since those aren't technically branded to a brand, like it's not in their name, mm-hmm. they just switch brands, and then they'll end up switching the other one to balance out the shows. But for the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships, they had the champions switch brands last year, and so they just had them do a polite swap of championships. That's cute. It was cute, and I so that may be what's going to happen here. So there's two possible things that could happen here. One, because uh, I'm upset that Bianca Belair probably is not going to be able to get her win back, as they say, against Becky Lynch, who... Mm-hmm beat her far too quickly in my opinion at yes we talked about uh, that yes. last week so um so i don't like that it doesn't look like she's going to get that win back there's two potential outcomes here and i can pretty much guarantee it'll be one of these two options mm-hmm. one bianca belair is about to beat sasha banks uh in that match mm-hmm. but becky lynch comes in and like steals the victory from her so it looks Ooh. like bianca would have won but becky yeah. lynch gets like a shitty victory and but mm-hmm. then she acts all cocky about it like she you know yeah or bianca belair wins the title and i am proven wrong about her not getting that win back because charlotte flair has one as the current raw women's champion and she has been drafted to smackdown so per the rules of the tag team championships we now know that you can't bring that raw women's championship with you to smackdown mm. so she will either end up losing it beforehand or relinquish it, and so if Bianca, who has already been drafted to Raw, wins the SmackDown Women's Championship, then I think they'll do they'll do the New Day Street Profits Memorial Championship swap because those are the guys that did it last time. Oh, okay. Um, so that could be so. It's those two options, and those are the only two options. There's no weird third. thing? There's no weird third thing. Mm, I mean, that sounds very foreshadowing. What do you think? Do you have a, to a weird third thing? Sometimes they surprise me because WWE. Here's the thing: they tell like five to seven stories total, mm-hmm. and they just do them on repeat throughout the year. Yeah, um, sometimes throughout the month, and they uh, they're usually pretty predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's logical too. You know, sometimes it's just that I've watched well, enough wrestling at this like, point. It's like they're bad and dumb. Yeah, well, sometimes so. it's just that I've watched enough wrestling at this point that I can tell how something will be booked to get to a certain outcome. Yeah. But sometimes they do throw in curveballs. Normally, yes, WWE I've referred to as uh, like a almost the perfect definition of nihilism if you watch yeah. Raw because it's like just truly almost nothing matters mm-hmm. and it's like just the same cycle of nonsense over and over yeah. again and it's like there's no purpose to anything. 
um, and you'll make you. It truly would be torturous to make somebody watch that show every week. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, sometimes they throw a curveball in, and it's it's cool. Yeah, that's always the thing. That's how they get you. Is there's that like ten percent of the time when it's cool and unpredictable, and then mm-hmm. it's just like this drug that they keep you hooked on, where you're like, maybe I'll feel that way again, and then yeah. you very rarely do. Or they or they get you with it, and it's like, oh, that was cool, and then they follow it up with awful, that's awful most, nonsense. Most things, that's just exploitation, my friend. It is, but the thing Classic with WWE exploitation is that it just never ends. You know how what we do uh-huh. in the shadows has a, the end of a season. Don't say that. What? Don't say that. I'm just saying what we do in the shadows, or any television show. What's another television show? Don't say that what we do in the shadows has an end. I'm just saying the don't season say ends. That. The season ends. No, and you don't break. say that. Okay. You don't uh, say that. Okay. I won't. You don't ever say I that. I won't say that. What's, what's, you know how Star don't Trek. Even, don't even, don't even. Star Trek The Next Generation had ends of seasons, right? And then they'd come back later and they'd yeah. have a break. Yeah. WWE just has this one thing and then, always. And then Star Trek, they kept making more Star Trek, you know? They made Star Trek for a long time. They did. Maybe they'll do what we do in the shadows the next yeah. generation. Actually, yeah. the show pretty much is that because yeah. that was the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll, it'll go forever. It is me, Nando. Ooh. We're doing <laughs> <laughs> We're doing more. I've got the new generation <laughs> to lead. <laughs> um, I like how you giggle at that like a little kid, like I was doing a little. Because <laughs> I am a little kid when, when that comes when to that, in the shadows. When it comes to that show, I am a, I am a fresh little baby. And I just giggle and giggle. <laughs> you do. You love it. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that's so that's happening. So those are the outcomes I see there. Um, and there was also, I think, another... Oh, a, a small retraction to print. Uh, you know how I like to do these. We um, can't print anything. We're printing a retraction. Uh, we don't even physical, have a printer. In our physical um, copy of the podcast. Uh, I, we, literally, we have no printer, no ink. In our transaction, uh, transaction in our um, transcript that we do. Um we do, uh, I think I mentioned that Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks had not interacted as much as the other NXT WWE horsewomen. Wait, how can you possibly be correcting? Anyway, continue. You're saying that they did opinion. interact more than you had suggested yeah, there was, that I, they did? I remembered a, That's uh, barely I remembered, a retraction, John. I remembered a Hell in a Cell match that they had in 2019. John, it was very good and very prominent, and I, I apologize John, for forgetting it. Be... <laughs> And so that's a retraction. I can't. I, I feel like you don't know what the word like retraction means. If you'd like to request a refund from us. Because your original statement of they haven't interacted much, that's not even like a hard and fast, like they've never interacted. That like left room open for there to have been a match like too that. Mu- well, too much room in my opinion. Oh my gosh. I, I You're too should precise. have closed the door a little bit. No, I have to be precise. It's I'm not too doing precise it. though. If I'm not doing it, nobody's doing it, you know? Um, and somebody should be doing it. Yeah, if, uh, if you're not so, correcting you, then literally no one is correcting you. So well, you if have you haven't to seen, you. that's true. If you haven't seen that match, steal a Peacock account and go watch it. I think it was Hell in a Cell. I can't condone that. What in my new public facing role? Okay, don't steal from high powerful, high high powered, very well funded media companies. Don't do it. They're hardworking and they deserve every dollar that you give them. Borrow a Peacock. Account. Borrow it. As I have. Um, In fact, you can borrow ours. The password starts... No. The password is your phone number. (laughs) (laughs) Again, this week's number from my phone number is six. You'll have to listen to previous episodes. So you're going to have to listen to all the episodes to get my full phone number, and the numbers are not in order. Yeah. So anyway, that's six. Anyway, 
Continue. Um, What's the next thing? Also in Saudi Arabia, oh boy. they're doing the King of the Ring tournament, or they're doing the finals of the King of the Ring tournament, which is a, a storied WWE tournament that can be very prestigious, and they do it intermittently. I like King of the Ring. It. The only King one I, I remember, great. I remember King of the Ring because of that guy who had that like Game of Thrones like theme about him. Oh yeah, that's like. Uh, ever, oh, I guess that's probably King Corbin is your King Corbin. Yes. Yeah. He so was, they it used to just be like a prominent thing that they would do and it, it could be like kind of a, a springboard to higher mm-hmm. spots on the card but then it just became a thing that they would give to like the least the lowest profile heel on the roster and they would just do a, a like a silly king gimmick and for some I people see. it really worked and for some people it really did not um oh. but uh corbin well, did it pretty well honestly yeah he kind of owned it him. i kind of thought that that was just his thing he for a while really, i feel like baron corbin gets really a lot of flack and a lot of the stuff do? that he is included in is annoying and like kind of endless and repetitive. But I do think he is genuinely talented, and I do think that he does not get enough credit for for being as good as he is because he really does take a lot of dumb crap, and he really does the best he possibly can with it. And I I do genuinely think that he is very good at what he does sorry is the background of your computer desktop is your computer desktop the new day it is the new day from when kofi kingston won the wwe championship it's 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 biggie kofi kingston in the center and then xavier woods and they're all very excited that kofi won the championship that's because that's like your office that's like the image that you stare at all day so like if you were gonna have a person as your background it would obviously be the person you care about most in the world and i'm glad that it remember remember when gold dust was my phone background for several years yeah (laughs) yep uh, and then I finally switched it to you. After about three years together. Yeah. Oh, I figured it was time to take the yeah. next step. Until then, you didn't have a picture of me. No, I have no, famously, I had no pictures of you. You didn't right. know what I looked like for a long time. Yeah, for a long time. you just kind of like ignored me. I just wasn't looking at you straight. Nope. In the, <laughs> um, anyway. But they're doing King of the Ring. King they're doing of the, the finals Ring. in Saudi Arabia. And they're also doing for the first time ever the Queen's Crown Tournament. So the female version of the king of the ring oh see i got all excited <laughs> i was like we live in queens the oh, queen's man. crown I, tournament. i would love to do the queen's crown tournament there's almost certainly some smaller indie promotion that does a queen's Welcome the queens this is the queen's crown tournament the kevin james cup that was the dumbest accent i've ever done the, the queen's tournament i'm usually like really good at a queen's accent too because i live in fucking queens you should do a staten island accent yes um, uh they um but that's gonna be for ladies yeah so it's that and so there's a there's really a lot of big big time mat uh women's matches on this um crown jewel mm. saudi arabia show so we'll see um at first i was like oh, i wish they just named it queen of the ring to just cash in on that same branding but i, I think i like that it has its own its own yeah name. the gender should be separate because um, they they have different Different things that are different. Oh boy, I don't navigate this <laughs> by ignoring. I love it. how much you freak out about this. Um, oh my god, I'm used to my thoughts remaining in my head. Um, they, uh, but they were, well, you know, I just wanted to let you know about that, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, I'm uh, sorry I rattled you so much. It's okay. I just didn't really have any more to say about that. I just want to mention Sometimes it. Sometimes you bring up gender around Johnny, really starts to lose oh, it. Oh boy, I'm a <laughs> cis hetero white male. There's a lot of ways this could go wrong. Yeah. I got to be real careful. His head is full of intolerance that he just barely bottles up. 
Yeah, I like how my focus isn't just on, uh, you know, other people's feelings. It's just about how I can screw up my own <laughs> situation. Yeah. <laughs> the most selfish possible It also take. makes it seem worse than yes, it is it really because does. it makes it sound like you're holding back some horrible some things. Some horrible opinions that I'm just like, <laughs> when I can't really let it's it out. just like you're just a guy who's like, super self-conscious yeah i'm just i'm just it's the same as the when i honestly try to like order food i just can't like yeah i'm just worried i'm gonna do the wrong thing yeah you can't make a decision so yes you don't know about gender because you've you've not decided on it yet you know what i say gender is like lunch that's (laughs) (laughs) um take that to mean whatever you want All uh, right. Uh, luckily, I won't be giving any of my phone number out. So NXT. It's, there's an eight in it. Fuck. <laughs> They're like halfway there. Eight, 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 eight. Now I got the rest. I can figure out the rest. Um. So NXT has a has a guy that has. This is more of a last week thing, but he has a woke gimmick. So he's oh. making fun of. He's doing promos about how he's like. The ring is a safe space, and he respects everybody's identity. Oh, that's fun! I like that. It it it, it could be fun. Uh oh! Until you until you remember who's who's in charge of it, which is WWE, which uh-huh. is they do not have. So this guy's gonna get beat up. You think a bunch? I think it's a sarcastic gimmick that is making fun of people who was saying that they are stupid and bad yeah. and, and they are like because i would imagine well, he's gonna be a heel he hasn't done anything heelish yet but i i just know their track record with stuff like this so they had a group called retribution mm-hmm. that was one of like the really epitomized wwe's inability to do anything like current or mm-hmm. respectful or even follow through on a regular faction to be honest um and it was about like antifa basically because they made it during like the George Floyd protests mm. and everything, and WWE is has a lot of ties oh, to like I blue. Remember you know, so, I remember this. I remember seeing that. So it was that. it was just a very sensitive mm-hmm. thing where I was like, "What angle are you coming at this from?" And I don't trust WWE to handle progressive issues yeah. at any level. I mean, of, I get like, what you're saying, but also yeah. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, this, yeah, that's true. Like, he does do. He is like um, I. I like his thing because there is that like trolling element yeah, to yeah. it, and I think that works with a lot of stuff, especially the stuff that's like, you know, big mm-hmm. on the internet. It's like I could see it. I mean, I'm not saying this is what it is or will be, but I could see a woke gimmick being really funny. Where you know, sure they're being a heel, but they're being a heel in the name of like you know. Yeah, there's some things that are good ultimately. So it's true. They're still bringing attention to those things. And like actually Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan is a, mm-hmm. uh, is a great example of that because he did, you're, 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 you're making me come around on this. Cause he had one of the best runs I've ever seen. One of the best characters I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, wrestling. With his environmentalism. Yes. Stuff. Cause it's all stuff that he really believed and it was all very genuine, but he yeah. just, he just did it like a dick. So he just turned it. He just came at it from an annoying perspective and like he was better than other people. And so that, then he was able to be a heel. And in some ways it like turns a corner because yeah. if you get so, if you, if you double down so hard on the making fun of yourself aspect yeah. of it, like with his like wooden belt and oh stuff, like so great. and naming the cow that the other belt came from and all oh, that yeah. stuff. It's like, it's just, it becomes so funny that you can't like make fun of it as the audience because yeah. it's already making fun of itself. That's true. Like exactly. it's beyond parody. <laughs> it's like shielded from your criticism. Yeah. And yeah. he's, and also he was like right about, Almost everything he was saying, so it wasn't like he was. I think you'd have to work. While. I think you'd have to work pretty hard to make a woke gimmick become anti woke because 
inevitably that wrestler is going to have to win something sometime. That's true. So the wokeness will have to win at That's some true. point. And, and if that you... is going to look cool. And also, I think with wokeness, it's hard to fight against it because to be against wokeness is to be pro lame stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, woke people want everyone having like hot consensual sex with each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, and non-woke like, people are like, I have sex with the person I married that I hate out of because I was afraid <laughs> to be alone that I've hated for 40 years and only that person. Yeah. Um and we both hate it. And we hate it and, and we, the lights are off and, and we want you to be as miserable as us. Yeah. So shut up. We don't do any drugs. <laughs> um yeah so, so i mean maybe yeah. you're right so maybe maybe it'll maybe like, it'll work out I they did to... kind of pull because fox news got a hold of it and fox news is like wwe's body slamming the the woke left like and they <laughs> and so like there was another like right-wing news thing and they were they were also picking up on it like they, they're taking them down so they t- they actually pulled all references from it and so they might actually be done interesting because uh, i think they got scared interesting um, i well, just know that i'll a lot of the people in positions of power in WWE seem like the people that would not like or respect somebody like that. Oh, you're saying that they are triggered? Yeah. You're saying that they snowflakes. are triggered by the wokeness? Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're snowflakes. And an- another thing is uh, a big part of this, a big part of having like a successful wrestling gimmick that I've heard from a lot of people and I... I can see from my own fandom of watching what has worked and what hasn't and this isn't necessarily always true but what can really help is for it to be like an exaggeration of your real personality so for daniel bryan and Sami Zayn, that's who they really are daniel bryan mm-hmm. is a huge like left-wing yeah i love sammy on twitter guy. and Sami Zayn is a huge like socialist he's progressive so good on guy. twitter yeah him. and he's super sarcastic and like yeah. funny um and so they just like dial up cm punk is this straight edge guy who can you know be, is very confident yeah. so he just like turns that up to a different level when he's being a heel i don't know that this guy joe gacy is his name i don't mm-hmm. know if he i don't know if this is like based on him or not or if this is just the thing that he was handed yeah. which again it's not like you know baron corbin wasn't a king mm-hmm. but he made it work yeah. so we'll you know we'll we'll see undertaker wasn't a zombie but but was he undertaker but has he, he ever worked in a mortuary? I don't know. I don't know his background. Is with, he a grief counseling specialist? He of may some be a sort. grief counsel. Oh man, he might be a grief counseling specialist or a. Um, I saw. Is there a Netflix show coming out about the Undertaker? There, I believe, is a movie coming out. Okay, a movie. I saw something on Netflix today that was like Escape the Undertaker. Yeah, so that's an interactive, like, choose your own adventure movie with what? a new day trying to get away from the Undertaker. What? And I wish that I had mentioned this myself and I forgot about it. Actually, well, I think I mentioned, I remembered it today. I'm the pop culture journalist. So you I'm are. Glad I could bring it, bring up some and of my And that'll be a expertise. fun thing for us to watch for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. For us to watch for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> kidding that was a joke that was a funny joke it's that hilarious. was a hilarious joke i was hilarious. making it you was... enjoy your vampires and i'll enjoy I my will. Zombies. I will. no i'm I, I am gonna enjoy that i would love for the new day to show up on what we do in the shadows um stop it yeah i mean undertaker would also be actually very appropriate to show up on that yeah show. i think any of them would be funny I just want more of what we do in the shadows. So I, I know As anyone can be on it. Let's just do I, I constant love, episodes. I would love for what we do in the shadows cast members to show up in character on WWE. They did a thing like 
10 years ago, they used to have guest hosts on Raw, like mm-hmm. SNL, and they would have like Jeremy Piven or Pee Wee Herman, and then they had they had Bob Barker one time. One time they had the Muppets. So they would just have yeah. people, and they would do, and some of them were awful, uh, but some of them were very fun, and if they had the What We Do in the Shadows cast members there that would be in great. character, that would be incredible. Matt Berry would hate it so much. <laughs> I, you know what you though? Feel like- I I could see him either like I I could see him like not liking it, but I could also see him like really liking it. I can see him being kind of like into it in a weird yes, way. He's a showman in a um, like a in a in a in a I don't know like a boy way because I feel oh, like yeah. boys w- there's like this core boyness mm-hmm. to boys. That when you get to it, like all boys are kind of very similar in that way. It's like no matter how much a cat hates you, if you dangle a little thing around, it's eventually going to start looking at the thing. Yeah, it can't. I feel like that's kind of the way boys are in their boy ways. It's like if if, no matter who the boy is, if you start wrestling in front of him, yeah, he's going to be like, he's going to be like, what's going on? What's what that? are you guys doing? We'll start following it <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, like following it with their eyes like, huh, okay. <laughs> you put a Marvel movie on in front of a boy, they're at least going to make fun of it. Yeah. You know? You know? They, they Try just... not to. You're either going to get into it or make fun of it. If a monster no, truck... But you will pay attention to it. If a monster truck is rolling down the street and there's a bunch of boys outside, they will all look at it. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I'm not a car guy at all. Cars are like... No. Like, cars are... I, like one of the things I'm least interested in, possibly in the world, and I I would if yeah. there's a if also if there's a monster truck going down our street, would be literally rolling over cars. That would be yeah, pretty awesome. It would be, and I would probably watch that too. Yeah, but I'm just saying there's like core boyness well, we, that certain people with boy energy have. We did have that guy roll down our street in a huge white van and smash yeah. up a bunch of cars and bashed four I was or five witness. cars into each other. I was a witness and to that. And then sped off. Like, And I was pissed that I missed that. Remember how I witnessed that happen and yeah. then came and told you about it and then you went and looked out the window and then you told me about it? <laughs> I had to hit my mansplain quota. <laughs> you really did. Uh, you were like, yeah, look, you just hit all those cars and they all hit each other. Yes, yeah, I, just I had to told make sure you that this. you understood. I saw it happen. Yeah, yeah, but I had to make sure. <laughs> There's a lot to make sure. That was a good night. Um, Not for the people who own those cars, but that was a good night for us. That was a great night for us. Sorry about your car, man. It got <laughs> fucked. Two but cars man, got that was fun literally to total, totaled. Um, anyway. Uh, let's see mm-hmm. here. Rapid fire. Some of these other things here. Or maybe not. Yeah, I, I mean, I we have some have... time. We're not. Okay, good. I, don't th- I didn't have like a ton of topics this time. I mean, time. people who are bored can turn it off. no. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. This is my thing. Keep listening to us, please. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if you're like a big WWE fan and you're listening to me. Shanna on it. I mean, um, they need to know. They need to know. They and need I gotta to keep telling them. Uh, Adam Cole has. Uh, I just want to commend him for this man. Is you gotta very- hold the microphone up to your mouth. Oh, what? Like it. The sound comes from the top of it. Yeah. So when you talk into the side of it like that, it oh, I was, makes you oh, sound I was quieter. not paying attention to how I was holding it. Oh yeah. I uh, I pride myself Sorry. on always holding the microphone correctly. So it. Have you ever have you been to an open mic? This is going to be a great visual joke. You've been to an open mic when they hold it like this and they start. Yeah. Doing. I have. Yeah. I always rest it on my chin. I do too. Well, that got really loud. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I, I do too. <laughs> I used to do it at open mics. I don't know if I will do that again at a. In a post-COVID world on a stand-up show, put the mic right on my mouth. I can't help it. It's like, otherwise my hand kind of shakes. Well, I also just, 
experienced so many mics that were low that I just got used to putting it like mm-hmm. right on my right on my chin or on my. I find my it helpful because like that way my volume is always consistent too. Yeah, and it keeps you kind of it keeps it connected to your mouth in a and, way that you yeah. can't worry about. Uh, these are these are stand up tips for people who are thinking of going into stand up. Um, yeah, tip, how to hold the mic is important. Uh, hold the tip mic, number, yeah, point it at your mouth. Tip number two: just don't. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Tip number two, if you can find joy doing anything else in life, do that. Because the need to be a famous performer is a sickness. It it really is, um, but you don't realize it until it's like far too late. And you have no other skills. Yeah. and you, it's just, and it would be too embarrassing to give up now. And you, and it's also like every time you do it, it's still like, oh, but I really love actually doing it. It's just everything else about it that's awful. Yeah, or um, you do find success, and then you're even more trapped. Yeah, then you got to like fight, you know, yeah, so many other things. You get to fight like changing your personality, or getting sucked into like negative things, yeah. or like. Or just worrying that it could end at any moment. Yeah. Um, anyway. Could. Anyway. Well, anyway. Um, so what's the Adam Cole thing? Oh, Adam Cole. He's just very good, as are the Young Bucks with this. Um, just taking everything that happens in his wrestling career and turning it into a part of his gimmick. Mm. Literally, in NXT, this was never part of his gimmick, That, to my knowledge, and perhaps I'll print a retraction about this later if I was we wrong. We can't. We don't have a printer. Um. <laughs> Well, we'll see. Maybe we can start a Kickstarter, a Patreon. Nobody does Kickstarters anymore. A Patreon? Is that the one? Yeah, people use Patreon. Um, Printreon. Uh, so we will get that going. Uh, but he... There <laughs> Donate was, to our Indiegogo campaign. In NXT, he had a theme song with his group, The Undisputed Era, that randomly just had somebody going, boom, in the song. Mm-hmm. And he noticed this and just started, like, during his entrance, when he was about to get into the ring, he would wait for it. And then when it would go boom, he would, like, point to himself and say boom. And the <laughs> crowd started saying boom with him. And it wow. became, like, part of it. And so now Good he has him. left NXT. He's in AEW. His theme song is, it says, like, it's all about the boom. <laughs> And it says boom a bunch. And now he has it timed out where he does it in his uh, his ring entrance in AEW. He times it out again. He says boom. And his his old, his finisher, which was called, I think, the last shot in NXT, is now called the boom. And he has wow, just so taken... He found a weird thing. Just a random thing of somebody saying boom in a theme song that he probably had absolutely no hand in creating that was just, just created for him and, and some guys. Mm-hmm. And it's now like central to, he'll probably have a t-shirt or I think he probably does have many t-shirts that say boom. And he is, it's just I incredible. mean, even I have a t-shirt that says boom. I feel it's like everybody, every, <laughs> every boy has a t-shirt has a boom shirt. that says boom. And so he is, I, I just want to commend his ability to take literally any random crap and turn it into a successful, lucrative part of his you gimmick. You know what it is? It's called, it's called specifics. It is. Comedy principle. You know, get into the specifics, find that weird thing, and and beat the hell out of the game. That's true. These are all phrases I learned by paying $2,200 to attend comedy school. That's all you spent? Uh, No, because I'm still spending it because I it's a credit card. I still have to pay off. I definitely spent more than that because I did a lot of improv classes. I think I only did three sketch classes, though. Oh. 
See, I couldn't afford to keep taking classes, so I eventually had to stop when I took all of them. Yeah, I also credit carded myself into oblivion, but have now paid it off. Um, well, good for you. Keep bragging. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Something else will happen. Um, <laughs> you could say that about anything. It's true. Don't worry. Something else will happen. I say that in every movie we're watching. <laughs> don't worry. Something else will happen. Five Anytime in. something bad happens to me, you're like, don't worry. Something else will happen. And every time something good happens to me, you're like, don't worry. Something, something else, else will happen. <laughs> Um, but I just wanted to commend Adam Cole. Uh, he is actually a genuinely a good actor. He's one of the best, uh, probably one of the best. Ooh. Like, you he's think very he's performative. Gonna, you think he'd be one of the? Oh, you think he'd be one of the uh, up next up and coming Hollywood stars, crossover Hollywood stars? Hollywood Adam Cole. I mean, I think he could. I mean, he's really he's very genuine. Like his, like there's so many. There's such a wide spectrum of how good people are at talking and wrestling Mm -hmm. and how genuine they are. Like there's some people who are very good at like, some people are horrifically bad Mm -hmm. and they just cannot sound at all like a human, Mm -hmm. Um, whether they are scripted or, or are trying to improvise it. Uh, And those people often have managers Mm -hmm. to talk for them. Um, And some people are like really good at just doing like the, Oh, let me tell you something, you know, which is like, (laughs) That's that's a valid form of it. And there's then there's people that are like, okay, can get by. And there's just like people that are really good at like, you know, just doing like catchphrases and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's people that are just genuinely sound like very charismatic and like they believe what they're saying and like they're you're really talking. Um, and it's or they're really talking about something they believe in, and it's just like I don't know if it's like better than any of the other ones, but it is refreshing to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I always felt CM Punk was like that. John Cena was actually like that. It felt like he was. I mean, yeah. he. Yeah. John Cena doesn't feel like he has any other like. I truly don't think that he does. Yeah, I think that's just, just John Cena. That's just he is genuine. I think that is just genuine. I saw a photo, genuine John Cena. Somebody put a photo of him. I think on Demois, which I don't know if you know what that I is. But no it's a, idea what that is. So Demois is an Instagram account, and their stories are always filled with like blind items and celebrity gossip that people submit. Mm-hmm. And so it's like tons of random stuff. But people will send in like pictures of celebrities they've seen on the street and be like spotted at blah blah blah. And one day someone sent in a picture of John Cena. At eating at some restaurant with somebody i don't remember who but like <laughs> he he caught them taking his photo from afar and like did a little peace sign at them and like a in mm-hmm. like a happy face or something and it was just i was just i thought that was really very john cena because yeah. it's like a random moment where he's not like on but yeah. he still is he's, he's john cena <laughs> i think he's always on and i was gonna say something where it's like he does sound sometimes very like polished yeah. Like he's just professional. Oh, yeah. But, but I think that genuinely is just his personality all the time. I think it is, too. I think that's just how he is. He's like a professional, hardworking man. He's like that a is personal like, trainer. Yes. He's like a hard. <laughs> he's like a personal trainer that's just on all the time. Yeah. He's like a personal trainer that you would have like if you moved to LA and you were like gonna like you sign up for this guy's like boot camp class that promises yeah. to like change your life and he's like you know do it yeah he's like one of those yeah and he and and you start to be like I like really look up to this guy yeah and he starts like, to take he, a really outsized uh position in your life compared to your other loved ones yeah and you're just like man I really <laughs> Hope John likes me. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in a romantic way, just no. in like a way that's like you really want to impress him and you really yeah. want him to notice. Yeah, you want him to like know that you're there. Yeah. 
and it's really important to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, if he was not in the WWE, I think that's who he would be. He would yeah. be a guy who like trains people and um, everybody's like kind of obsessed with him. Yeah, I yeah. think that's probably how I would feel about mm-hmm. him. Um, yeah, it's not how you feel about him now, though. Right? No, not at all. No, not at all. Um, you don't. You don't care. You you don't care about him. I don't. You don't. Like, uh, yeah, you don't anyway. like, need him. You don't. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. Look, John Cena, if you're listening to this, John doesn't need you. Okay, oh, man. he doesn't. He doesn't seek your approval. If you made eye contact with him. It would not change his life. <laughs> I actually have at least once made direct eye contact with John Cena and <laughs> said and did nothing and just kept walking because I was oh. I, I finagled my way into the SNL. Was it the first SNL he hosted? Did he, did he host it again? I don't know. I think maybe just he hosted. Once. I don't know because I was friends with one of the writers. I like how and I you begged. say that so casually. You're like, I just you know. I just got into SNL. Well, I had to like beg somebody. <laughs> I didn't beg them, but I asked I them I know, to. but that's still a huge deal to it even was, get there. It was huge and it was very exciting. And But I had I asked somebody. I normally wouldn't even ask to get, you know what I mean? But yeah. I was like, please let me go to this mm-hmm. <laughs> this episode of SNL. And yeah. he was the host. And I desperately wanted to like say something, but mm-hmm. I was just like, and I spent like 10 years booing the shit out of John Cena because I like him as a person a lot uh-huh. and I'm a fan of him in general. But I, goddamn, if you watched WWE for the, from like 2005 to like 2015 mm-hmm. and especially like, yeah, pretty much that whole time, it was just like the same fucking thing over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it was just like to their own detriment. And it was so just wait, what were those brutal. years again? 2005 to 2015? Yeah. Or 14 Ten years. Yeah. And I did this to myself. <laughs> well, there were flashes of hope. It just was like always like if you're watching Game of Thrones and every single episode of Game of Thrones was like, yeah. Ooh, we'll see what and it was. Honestly, it was like Ned Stark. It was yeah. just like we'll see what's going to happen this week and Ned Stark gets out and then he just like keeps getting out of it and every week is just mm-hmm. Ned Stark standing tall and victorious and being smarter and better than everybody else. Yeah, It's just like, but you just keep watching it. I mean, I wanted to feel bad for you until I found out it was 10 years and now I feel like that's kind of on you. But... You don't have to feel bad for me. It was just a show that I watched. It was no, just, I know. You know, I mean, yes, it was dumb of me to I'm continue. just making fun of you. But also WWE had a hardcore monopoly on things for that time period. So there weren't, weren't a lot of alternatives. That's true. Now we have AEW and it's easier than ever to watch New Japan and mm-hmm. Game Changer Wrestling and, and Impact and Stardom and, all, and uh, so many other things. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. See, I remembered one. Yeah, so you got one. This is <laughs> I got so, one. You got one. Um, there's so much amazing wrestling to watch out there that you can. There's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. So many different promotions. It's like if you want to watch wrestling and you can't find something, you don't want to watch wrestling. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Adam Cole is a good actor. Bray Wyatt <laughs> was another one of the like the best genuine actors I've ever seen. Oh yeah, he's really good. He's, he's great. So good. That's why I'm like. Because he could go anywhere now that mm-hmm. he's not in WWE, he could he could land, he could work for any wrestling promotion that he wants to. But I'm almost just like, dude, just act. Yeah, like you could be an actor, and he's so like visually. Well, maybe without the machine of WWE around him, it's hard to know what to do. I would imagine being cut loose from WWE is probably like, pretty jarring because it's much like I mean, a lot of people we know went through this when UCB closed. It's like all of a sudden the infrastructure you relied on for everything is just gone. Yeah, that's and like so me. it's I have to like decide what to do for myself now. And you have to figure it all out on your own, you yeah. know, because you probably can't even use the people at WWE who helped you, you know? Yeah, because you're kind of um, cut off from them. And also Bray Wyatt was, I mean, I haven't followed his like super early career, but I think 
the large majority of his career was <clears throat> excuse me spent in WWE. Yeah. And so and your agents and your managers yeah. and stuff would probably be all through that or connected to that. In some yeah, way. so know. it probably is like kind of difficult to decide what to do because not only have you only been wrestling, you also have only been wrestling for this one thing. Yeah, I'd imagine he'll probably keep wrestling, but he's also a big enough star that he could he could split time. He could like wrestle and also act. Um, I yeah. think pretty well because I, I I think any promotion would pretty much give Bray Wyatt a sort of a part-time situation if he wanted it. Um, and if he acts and the things he's in are successful, that only helps to bring further spotlight to the maybe show that he's he would, on. Maybe he would come on our podcast. I Bray Wyatt, if you're listening to this. Bray Wyatt, if you're listening to this, we want to have you on our podcast. Also, you, you, As yourself, though, not The Fiend. Please don't be I the don't want to be the, around The Fiend. The Fiend is scary. He's but you, very scary. You know, well, you know who else should be on What We Do in the Shadows? The Fiend? Yeah, or no. just Bray Wyatt in general. He would be great Bray on Wyatt that show. Bray Wyatt would be great on that show. He'd be really great on that show. But not The Fiend. That'd be too scary. Ask What We Do in the Shadows cast if they want Bray Wyatt <laughs> to be on the show. And watch Matt Berry struggle to try to figure out who, what that even means. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not even a normal name. Uh, and what I'll, kind of Wyatt? And as I explain it, the words become more foreign to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, I think the producers are going to be there too. So I'll bring it up to them. Maybe that would be great. Yeah, that would. Let's book Bray Wyatt on this show. Not ourselves. <laughs> not that I don't want to. <laughs> it's not like I want to be an actor in comedy and would like to be on this show that I love. Any sort. Now they have known people that have been on this show Mm-mm. personally. Uh, yeah, let's get Bray Wyatt on there. Yeah, he needs more money. <laughs> He uh, does. He does. He's very great, and he will. He would be great on that show. I would love to be on that episode with him. Anyway, um, okay. Now it's awkward. Uh, now it's awkward. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, what else did I want to talk about? <laughs> uh, and you didn't have anything queued up, so now we got to sit in this awkward oh, stew. This was uh, no, it's fine. I wouldn't be jealous at all. It's not like Bray, for Bray Wyatt to live another one of my dreams. <laughs> That's um, let's see. Uh, a big thing that happened that was for, actually this is a great. Transition because Bray Wyatt was very good friends with Brody Lee, mm-hmm. who sadly passed away. Oh, right. Very tragically, a yeah. couple months, uh, al- almost a year ago now. Um, that was a year ago? It was December 2020. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was that long ago. It yeah, feels like was, it just happened. It was 10 months ago almost. And he was, uh, he uh, passed away and they had uh, dynamite for the first time in his hometown of Rochester, New York. Rochester. Ra- Rochester. Rochester. Rochester is Rach- people from Rochester? people from Rachester. there. The accent would be Rochester. 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 Um, so Rochester. They get tired during when they're saying Rochester. Rochester. Um, so that's actually where I kind of went to college in that area. Um, Rochester. And I went for broadcast communications, and yet I had issues holding the microphone today. So, um, you know, you really need to ease up on yourself, babe. You're really coming down hard on yourself today. We all. You need to forgive yourself. It's a boy thing. <laughs> um, sorry, but anyway, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, not Bray Wyatt, Brody Lee was from Rochester, and they were supposed to do Rochester. Uh, initially, went you know, pre-Rochester, um, uh, pre-COVID, so he would have been able to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, that had to, you know one of the many unfortunate <laughs> side effects of COVID was that they had to. Um, postpone it and so this was the first uh, show they did there and he wasn't able to be there but they did do a bunch of tributes to him wait why wasn't he be able to be there this week this past week <laughs> no i'm being, I'm being okay. a shithead, um, sorry 
yeah, no, I'm not sure. Uh, he, just, he wasn't able to attend. He Brody Lee is not able to attend. The seance didn't work. Oh, anyway. yikes! Uh, oh, it's no, silly. It's fine. Um, uh, maybe they tried, but there was. I'm uh, sorry if you're a loved one of his. Then I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, it's okay. He probably would have thought it was funny. I never met him, but he seemed pretty jovial. Um, the uh, but they did this Rochester show, and it was a, a the the crowd was very heavily chanting for Brody Lee throughout the night at the oh, you know, nice. and it was nice. And they had uh, the Dark Order, his his group that he was leading, uh, who are a bunch of misfits that have now become like lovable losers. Um, they had like a big win and a big moment, and his son. Brody Lee Jr. was who goes by the because in the Dark Order they all have like numbers. Mm-hmm. So Brody Lee Jr. because he's so young is negative one. Oh, and, that's and cute. so he wears a mask, and so they had him come out with the Dark Order, and they had big moments. and the And the best friends who their gimmick is to hug. Mm-hmm. They did a thing on actually on Rampage, which was also from Rochester, uh, Rochester, Rochester, where they did um the uh, best friends in the Dark Order had like a tag team match uh and they they won or was it the dark order at moments forgetting now but the dark the dark order of the best friends did a big tag team match uh they were involved in a big tag team match and they hugged mm-hmm. around like the all of them together hugged Brody lee jr yeah. and it was a oh, nice it was nice. a nice moment so that was a nice thing and my buddy from one of my best friends from high school and in life who we were like my, my best wrestling friend from then he was like he went to uh uh the show I got him into AEW basically because I was texting him about this, and he's a, an enormous Christian fan, Christian Cage, <laughs> Christian. He's a big Christian. I thought big well, Christian it was funny when you were like, "He's a big Christian fan." I was like, "Is he a fan of Christianity?" Yeah, that's fan. funny. Yeah, he's just a fan of it in general. He's yeah, just, he, he just really admires it. it. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> practice it, but he just like watches other people practice it, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah." He goes to church, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys are singing those hymns." Yeah. You're singing the shit out of that. Jesus. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so he uh, loves Christian. And I told him about Christian being there. And then he started getting interested in it. And he was also a big Sting fan. The wrestler, not the musician. He might also like the musician, but that's not who we're talking about. I mean, who about. doesn't? I mean, who doesn't? Um, and so and so he was really... And he's just kind of pretty quickly gotten really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and he said he credits you. me... Sting and Christian for getting him into it, and it's—I mean—I've never been in better company. Yeah. Um, and so I'm happy to be mentioned in the same breath it's as like Father, as those Son, guys. and Holy Ghost, and you're like the Holy Ghost. I'm the Holy Ghost because I'm because I died because I was so happy. Um, Wait, the Holy that, Ghost isn't dead. The Holy Ghost is like the Holy Ghost. You can't kill a ghost, especially one that's holy. The whole you're the, who are you looking for? The Holy Spirit. He died 50 years ago, 2,000 years the ago. The Holy Spirit is everywhere, but also nowhere. The Holy Spirit is the force, I guess. Yeah, it is, um, kind of. And so he, uh, that's the the Holy Spirit is like the Raphael. He's the, the sarcastic loner. <laughs> um, and they, uh, but anyway, he went and I was uh, proud to have made another AEW fan and he's just really been loving it and it's been very uh genuinely endearing to watch him like become a big AEW fan and, and have his like passion for wrestling like seemingly kind of reignited. Um, oh yeah, you're doing and, the Lord's work. Yeah, I'm doing here. the Lord's work. Jesus. And Jesus. He, and uh yeah, and he went and he was uh had a great time and he was sending me pictures throughout the night. We also have a new AEW TNT champion. Uh Ooh. Miro 
was bested by Sammy Guevara. Uh, and that was the first time the TNT Championship has changed hands outside of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, because previously... History, ladies and gentlemen. History. history. Well, because it was conceived... Sorry, Jacksonville. Well, it was conceived during the period where AEW had to do all their shows from Daily's Place in Jacksonville, which was mm-hmm. owned by the the like the Jacksonville Jaguars and the yeah. owners of AEW because they couldn't go to... Um, you know, couldn't have people, so they had just in the yeah, audience. Yeah, they couldn't have people over. They had to do it all from home. Yeah, that's so basically they were working from yeah, home. That was them from working home. from home. Yeah. Um, and so they just had the entirety of the TNT Championships life was almost been from that period. So this is only recently that it's been able to be defended outside of there. Mm-hmm. So it was a big deal in Rochester of all places. <laughs> Rochester's a fun little city. I don't. I didn't go to the city that many times. It's pretty small. Rochester. Rochester. Yeah, it is the. Th- third biggest city in the state though actually that's pretty cool i yeah. bet it's bigger than omaha where i'm from it's uh so new york city has at least eight and a half million people maybe more now yeah, with the most eight recent million census. stories out here in the naked yeah Something we don't like need to that. cover all of them um it's a lot we can pick well that's 10. a line from the jay-z song yeah no i know yeah yeah um and then buffalo has like 230,000 or something. You don't want to have to print a retraction. You yeah, better get no, it no. right. Over 200,000. People come to this podcast to know how many people live in Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. That's true. They want this is Buffalo population update. Uh, <laughs> um and Rochester has uh I think like 220,000 or okay, 210,000. Okay, never mind. 000. Omaha's bigger than both those places. Yeah, Omaha is probably bigger. But I just love that it's like almost 10 million. Yeah. This massive mega city that's the biggest city in the country. And then it's like the next biggest city is like not even a quarter of a million people. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, but, you know, there's still, hey, Buffalo has an NFL franchise. I know. And an NHL franchise. It's so weird. It's so weird that Buffalo has an because NFL you know what's even weirder? I know people who are like fans of it. Oh, uh, like, yeah. I know Bills fans. Bills I mean, fans are so hardcore. Bills so fans are weird. big. Really, it's, you know, they, they made it to the Super Bowl. F- I, this is my the extent of my football Oh, knowledge. I've seen the 30 for 30 on it, so I know all yeah. about that. They went to the Super Bowl like four times or something. Four times in a row. they lost all of them. They lost all of them. <laughs> Surely this time. Uh, and I don't think they've been back to the Super Bowl. No. Uh, but hey, you know what? They keep plugging. I would love for WWE because they love to do WrestleMania in football stadiums. And I desperately want them to do one in Buffalo. It, it just would be so funny because it is a big football stadium. Oh, yeah. It's, of to- it's a perfectly valid. It's just like MetLife Stadium or yeah. any other football stadium <laughs> that I would not know the name of because I don't know football. But, the, but um, uh, it would be valid. It's just that Buffalo is not it would just be funny because i don't it's funny I don't even to me know that buffalo has a million people in like the metro area it's funny area. to me that you had to like be like so it would be valid it's just a normal human football stadium it's just that they usually like to have it in the the stadium itself would be a valid venue for it right compared to other football stadiums it just it's weird as buffalo is just not that big of a city so it would just be weird uh, well I mean, typically we they to, do it in we went to a place in hartford no but i'm saying wrestlemania they usually do it in like oh i in, like, see like kind of a I bigger see. I get. You. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm talking out of my ass because I don't know. know. I don't know the population are. of every football stadium or that they've done. You're usually talking but, out of your ass. All right. See, I got my Queen's accent back. You did. Oh, you got the Queen's crown. All right. All right. And I'm Lay the king off. of the wings because I'm gonna get some wings later. 
Maybe. You're always eating wings. It's the only thing that you and the wings. All right. Are we going to talk about more wrestling? Um, we probably have time for one or two more. Really? I feel like we're. Uh, we've been speeding away. We have been speeding away. I feel like Ric Flair is trying to do a. He's trying to hang in there. Oh, boo. And, and he, he's going to be on the Joe Rogan podcast. Of course he is. Uh, I think it may have been taped pre-Dark Side of the Ring, but um, but it makes sense. And he also, there was a picture of him with Kid Rock, which as a guy who used to like Kid Rock a lot in oh high school, if you want to look like a better person, don't stand this... next to Kid okay, Rock. Okay, I don't mean to go off on a rant, but I think I'm about to. Go for it. Don't these guys ever get fucking bored of this like oh my god we get it you don't care about anyone except yourself and you don't believe that women have internal lives and like you're such a big tough guy and you do all the push-ups and you yell a protein bar like don't they get bored i mean anyone can work out <laughs> right i mean truly anyone can anyone can the just bar work is out. at on the floor it really and you guys gotta pick it up <laughs> and <laughs> A couple times. It just kills me that there are these guys who are like, their whole identity is just, no, I'm not cool. <laughs> You're yeah. like, okay. I mean, there are plenty of people that don't work out that are like that. Too. Like, I mean, <laughs> I get why Rogan does it, because all Rogan has to do Rogan's is- Rogan's got a media empire. So I, I mean, and all he has to do is sit on the internet for four hours a day, smoking weed and smoking mm-hmm. like DMT or whatever, and like- talking saying whatever he wants because he does not have to be responsible for any of it no and he knows that now too right like, like, i he truly just, don't have to give a he shit he can just talk out of his butt and say the most random uneducated crap and it does not matter he does no work mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just and there's truly no consequences and i, I mean there's like don't understand like i get bored of everything yeah like we're on four episodes of this podcast and, and i can already see you tuning out <laughs> Just, but it's not because I don't like it. It's just because I, I do, I, I have that kind of a brain where my brain's like, okay, we, we conquered this. Now what? Not everybody can watch John Cena angrily for ten years. It's know? true. That's true. I'm missing that part of my brain that allows me well, to invest time and energy in something that I don't feel challenges me. The anxiety part that has, because uh, I am a, such a completionist that I will watch entire TV shows that I do not like. See, I can't do that because I just shouldn't. Get bored. Nobody should do that. I'm, I'm wrong. No, I, I know other it. people who do that too. But like you know, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a waste of precious life, and especially in an age of content, there's really no reason to watch or like ingest, like consume something that you don't like. Well, I think it's part, partly like people do it to stay like in the conversation because if you're going to talk about it with people, then yeah, you should sure. see it to give it a fair shot, so you can tell people why you didn't like it. Blah blah blah. I just am like with several things. I'm like, I just don't have the energy anymore. Yeah. I passed the age of 35, and with it, left the energy left my body that would have allowed me to um, consume things I don't enjoy. You'll Each week, you'll give one number from your age <laughs> for people to figure out. Yeah, and today it was 36, so okay. put that, that together. Number. Put that together. 36,000 years old. 1,000 years Thousand years. Mm. Um, I feel so thirty six thousand years old. I mean, don't we all? Uh, all right, one more thing. We have one more thing. I don't. Honestly, yeah. we may have covered everything I wanted to talk about. Well, that's good. Um, Can we? Is there? Is there anything else that I want to? Uh, um, mm. I, I don't think there was. I don't. I can't remember. I'm doing my little Miss Piggy noises. Mm. 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 
Sorry. That uh-huh. was really loud. Mm. Oh, Kermy. No, that's yeah. not even Miss Piggy. That's just me being a high squeaky voiced person. My favorite Kermit thing is just when he's like, yeah. yeah. When he's just like, doesn't know how to, res- like, when yeah. I, like I did the peoples is peoples. Peoples is And then peoples. Kermit's just clearly confused. I love when the Muppets are not the silly ones. <laughs> I love when the Muppets are like the normal, like, people who are like, you're crazy. Oh, God, <laughs> I was reading some interview with Frank Oz the other day. I think I may have sent it to you. Yeah. And where he talks about how, like, the Muppet show was so fun because, like, they would just turn whatever was happening. Like, John Cleese refused to sing. And so the whole episode was about how John Cleese won't sing mm-hmm. with the Muppets. And then they he says something like, Bob Hope didn't have a lot of time to be on the show. So the whole show is about how Bob Hope doesn't have much time. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Like run that's around. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. See, that's like with the wrestling gimmicks before, where if it's like uh, an exaggeration of reality, yeah. it's it works the best. I always think those are the most fun things. It is. It's great. Um, remember, it's like, remember when Conan was leaving The Tonight Show and he was doing that? He was doing like NBC. I have this budget to spend. Oh, yeah. That was so fun. When he was just doing all those jokes. I mean, that's just one random it's thing. Nice but all those jokes that he was doing. I like, because I believe, this is the thing I believe. Here's another little mini rant. Sure. I think most people are baseline pretty smart. Mm-hmm. And that's not a popular belief, because everybody wants to believe that everyone else is dumb but them. But I don't think that's true. I think no. we're all pretty baseline smart. And most people can tell when you're faking something. And so when you're doing a fake job like a show or something you know Mm -hmm. but you're basing it on something real people go nuts because they can tell that's what you're doing and they love it because it honors their intelligence and that Mm -hmm. makes them feel special and part of something and and it and it just makes everyone's day so with that well i think that is exactly why i don't like wwe because you can tell that's almost never what's happening Because they're trying to pull a fake job on you without acknowledging that you could possibly see past it yeah well because they i Oftentimes it comes off like they don't really have any respect for the audience or that the audience yeah. is dumb and won't remember anything. Yeah. And that may be true, but... Um, well, people maybe don't realize that's why they hate it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're stupid. They no, realize no. they hate it, you know? It's, it's true. And it's just like there's... And that's what drives me nuts about them. And it's mm-hmm. it's an easy fix. Um, and that's why I, I have been loving AEW because I feel like that's it's the opposite case. Yeah. Um, that's like, kind of like when you would do like little shows at like UCB and stuff. It was like a very, if you don't know the UCB theater in New York, they had like a, a I think kind everyone of intimate, listening to this is going to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All I could name our listeners. Uh, <laughs> um, but when it, you know, it had, uh, it was an intimate space with like kind of a low ceiling, which is mm-hmm. not, uh, a, like a metaphor. It is no, yeah. literally had a low mm-hmm. ceiling and it kept the energy in the room and the audience is very close to the stage and kind of on the same level as the stage. So they felt sort of involved in the show mm-hmm. and you could really, and like you were all having fun together. Yeah. And then they moved into a larger theater where it was like you were distant from them and it was, it was yeah. a separation. Audiences don't like distance. They want to yeah. feel close to the people. And in a comedy, it's, you, you need that like, when you're watching a play, I think it's different because you're, you're not reacting in the moment to it. Mm-hmm. When you're watching comedy, it's like they need you to audibly yeah. react. And it's also, like, all performance is a conversation. Hmm. There's no such thing as doing a performance without an audience. It's a it's form true. of human communication. It's true. You know, people tap dance and we watch it. They're telling us something, man. They're telling us something with their feet. Yeah. Help. Yeah. They're, it's they're, an SOS. They're tapping out Morse code cries for help with their little feet. 
their tiny little tap their dancing feet. Their tiny little tap dancing feet. Shirley Temple was sending war codes. To, um, I saw the steps Shirley Temple learned to tap dance on this weekend. Oh. Yep. They were very small Holl- steps. Hollywood Shirley Temple. Hollywood Shirley Temple before she came back to WWE and <laughs> made a face super turn. super kicked yeah. Mr. Bojangles. Uh, it would be so cool him. if there was like a little girl wrestler. Who was like. Adorable, just, but deadly. But who was just like a, just evil. Just, that would be so cool with like curls like that. Oh, that would be Oh great. my God, I would die. Who was like cutting promos on people and like yeah. taking them down. AEW, if you're listening yeah. to this, find a little girl. <laughs> I mean, there was a period, there, were, uh, there was one match where Kenny Omega had, to, it wasn't an AEW, it was in Japan many years ago, but he had trained and then wrestled. I believe a nine-year-old girl. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, and then and he did a great job, and mm-hmm. so did she. And it was like, uh, it was it was very fun. I, let's so see if sweet. I can find the video for you. But it, yeah, and no, it you've was, shown it to me. I've seen it. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just she's too old now. I mean, you can still mm-hmm. bring her in. Maybe she's there. I don't know. I don't know who that she's was. Too old now. She's too old now. She's probably she's like, like twenty. She's probably twenty years old. Ugh, I mean, that actually could gross. be. It could be a wrestler because I don't know who that person was in that video. Um, yeah. so it could be somebody who's currently a wrestler, but, um, but if you did it once, you can do it again. Yeah. Negative one. He'll probably She's be like wrestling soon. In college to become like a doctor. And you're like, no, you gotta come back. You gotta. Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Marty. Go we need you. Time. Drop out of college. And become a wrestler. <sighs> Please. Um, all right. We can end. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for cool listening, everyone. We do put more work into this show than it sounds like we do. Yeah. Um, so like and subscribe, and we'll be back next week with more fun, fun bantery chats. Yeah. Go, Go wrestling. wrestling. Oh, no.